everyone. This is Jamie from the NOIC Godcast, where we offer wacky wisdom weekly from God's Word. And on today's episode, we'll be talking about how we can make sure that we are staying plugged into our relationships and what to do if our relationships get tripped and suddenly don't have power. Obviously, this month we are talking about relationships and ways that we can make them better, stronger, by resetting them. Everyone watching us right now, and all of us at the table, all have something in common. We all have relationships. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's deep. It's my guess. Yeah, I know. Very. I had to pull that within, you know what I mean? No matter how much of an intramute, intramute, all these versions, introvert you claim to be, we all have someone that we interact with on a regular basis. This could be a coworker, a parent, a friend, a spouse, or really anyone in your life. Everyone has a relationship when they're human. There's no way that you can just avoid everybody for the rest of your life. So, but I want to talk about how we can diagnose issues in our relationships and then what steps we should take once we realize that we have a problem. Um, so I was preparing for this podcast and I was... Um, going into the guest bathroom to blow dry my hair. And I like looked over at my outlet and it has the uh, GFCI. Mm-hmm. And for like people that don't know, I mean like probably most people know, but basically it's so that if anything gets into the outlet, like water or whatever, it will stop it. That way you can't shock yourself and it doesn't ruin your outlet. Do you write your podcast in the bathroom? Don't answer that, you paused, never mind. I don't. <laughs> you know I have the hesitation, never mind. Well no, because I can't My cord isn't long enough. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a safety measure that they've put in. Basically you're supposed to have them anywhere you have water, right. like kitchens, Moisture, bathrooms, yeah. like all that stuff. But how can we apply this to like our lives? I mean, it's just like a normal, you know, outlet. How are we supposed to apply this to relationships? Well, for one, you won't know that an outlet has tripped unless you're trying to plug in something into it. There's been actually several times that I've, you know, plugged in a um, like blow dryer or whatever. I'm like, why is it not working? It's because it's it's, it's been tripped, and it may have been tripped a while ago. I just now realized it, but yeah. I just now realized it because I plugged into it. Um, or even if I don't, I don't even think about it. Like it's not like I walk around my house. I'm like, oh man, I wonder if. All these GFI or GF, GFCI um, outlets are plugged in. I, I don't know if they're working, if they're tripped, if they're not. You have tripped. a day I, of the week you go in and you right. press, press all the like, You don't ever think about it unless you're using it. Yeah. And so I think that's what we do in our relationships. No matter what kind of relationship it is, we won't know if there's a problem unless we're actively plugging into it. And so if I, you know, am, you know, not talking to Rachel for three years and then I'm never going to know if there's an issue. I'm just going to assume that it's all good. And she may be, you know, mad dead. at me. Oh. Yeah, you may, be, well, <laughs> yeah. you may be dead. I mean, you could be dead. But you're not going to know if it's tripped unless you're actively using it. Um, we need to make sure that we're reaching out to the people that we are in relationships with. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean you need to be in a constant group chat with all of your friends for you to be plugged in. I CJ don't. loves group chats. Yes, CJ does. Loves Everyone them. text this number. <laughs> with a lot of other numbers. Yes. <laughs> But you, what you do need to do is read your relationship and find out what you need to do for that. So the Bible, actually Proverbs seventeen seventeen says, a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. So the Bible doesn't necessarily specify exactly how each relationship is supposed to run. 
Exactly. Like the way that I interact with you is not inside the Bible that I have to text you three times a day, you know, four days a week. Like there's just no specifying, but that's the whole point of a relationship. You're supposed to be plugging in and you're supposed to be um, communicating with that person to see what they need and what you need out of the relationship. So do you always remember 2015 we did? I don't remember. Hashtag. Yeah. That was, that mm-hmm. was hashtag struggles. That was 16. Oh, was so 15 would have been fan or follower. Fan. Yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, if I, fan or follower was the uh, official the title that we didn't steal from everyone. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Not a fan was the stolen version. Oh, yes, <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yes. I see. Anyways, neither here nor there. Do you remember what DTR stands for? Determine, Determine the, relationship. the relationship. Define the relationship. Define. Yeah. And so I think that's good. Bit- <laughs> Are you sure you're right? Because they both are pretty good. I'm, right. I'm majority <laughs> rules here. <laughs> Uh, they share one brain. I have my own. So, anyways, not much. Anyways, uh, so define the relationship. I think what you're saying is before you can start troubleshooting relationships, you need to know what to expect from a relationship. Yes. So, like, you walk up to an outlet and you plug in a hair dryer, you kind of expect. But you need to clean the vent on the back. <laughs> but you expect yes. to receive power from that outlet yeah. that you're plugging into. Well, with a relationship. <laughs> There's that little brain again. (laughs) With a relationship, you need to be able to define what to expect before you start troubleshooting. Mm -hmm. Because what will happen is if you start troubleshooting and that's not really what that relationship's about, that's going to cause problems. Now you're tripped. Yes. And so like your relationship with your your spouse or Mm -hmm. your your you know your best friend or your parents Mm -hmm. or your coworker, they're all going to be different. And so it's it's a healthy thing for us to know the expectations. And Jesus really gives this model. Like this isn't necessarily a secular thing. Jesus really defines for his followers what to expect before he asks them to follow. Yes. He says it's it's important not to define it by like like my NCD's marriage is not going to be yours and Jacob's or yours uh, and Jenny's. So it's really important not to define that by other people's right. relationships because it's yes. going right. to be different all across Only the, the people in the relationship can define the relationship. Right. Yeah. And so it's healthy to understand that. Now, that doesn't mean, you know, when you meet your new mailman, you you stop him with his his arms full of bags and envelopes and you're like, sir, define this for me. What is this going to look like going forward? I need to know in case there's a problem. Would you like that's, me to come out the door and go, hey. right. Like, should I nod? Should I wave? Should I whistle? Should I like ignore you? What? That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> Just to clarify, I don't want to get hate mail from mailmen because that'd be ironic first. (laughs) They would have to deliver it. (laughs) And this is from me. (laughs) Do they put stamps in there? I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. If you're a mailman, we have questions. (laughs) (laughs) And then like somebody actually comes up to yes, you do have to to mail our mail. But that's exactly what like. I'm going to go on with my the rest of my stuff. Good, okay, go good ahead, plan. Good. Yeah, I like good plan. So basically, the three closest relationships I think I have in my life are Jacob, Rachel, and my mom. Those are probably the three most closest relationships that I have. But I don't do... Sorry, CJ. <laughs> I felt that from over here. <laughs> you are one. Are you not? Did you not get married to her? Cheap. She used her name, though. <laughs> yeah. Duh. We were friends first. We were friends first before you guys were together. Yeah. I guess he was my brother first. <laughs> nah. You'll be fine. Oh, that's great. That's but great. all three of them, I... I truly believe when you said we were friends first, you believed that. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Oh, goodness. But anyway, so like in each one of these relationships, I plug into them differently. Yeah. So Jacob, I live with the man. So I talk to him every day, whether that be in face to face or on the phone, because he sometimes works and we have conflicting schedules. So I'm constantly in 
communication with him. I text him more. I do what you know. What I mean, I'm in constant communication with him. While as like my mom, I talk to her probably if every other day, if not every day, like through a text. At some point, she wants to know how Tolkien's doing. <laughs> but Rachel, we don't. We we do not talk. And I mean, not do not talk unless we are face to face. Unless we absolutely need something. Yeah. Like I don't call her unless it's like absolutely necessary. Like unless like, she's on her way to my house and she's stopping at McDonald's. Yeah. Like do you want? <laughs> like, do you want something? Like do you want something? Or it's like necessities here. Or it's uh, what were we this week? What are you making? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, we do not text or call. No. And like that's the thing is. I would say that all three of these relationships are healthy right. and they have open communication, but they all run. They're totally, defined differently. Yeah, yeah, they're all totally different. And I think that's why you have to be plugged in because you can say, oh, a good friendship. I think most people, if they knew how much I think people think we talk all, all the time. time. And so, like, if they knew that we only talk to each other on Wednesdays and Sundays, <laughs> occasional like, Saturday, occasional yeah. Saturday, like they would think. Oh, that's not a good friendship. Yeah. Like they can't, they, you can't have a close relationship like that. But we do. And yet, as everyone at camp knows, you, Rachel, Jamie. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That was my or Jamie yeah, Rachel. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's a, that clears the air. Do you want to know why we talk the entire week at camp? It's because we don't talk. Well, <laughs> they have a three. They have a whole. We've been together for like a month. By yeah, time yeah that's, that's true. That's true. That's true. Back in January, this happened. <laughs> <laughs> but truly and honestly, I'm like, I don't remember the last time I talked to you. Did you know about this? Yeah. Like, that's. Did you know CJ's my brother? <laughs> well, did you know that? And so, like. If I'm gonna have, to, if I'm gonna talk to you, I'm gonna like head to your house. Like that's like I don't like it's not worth it. Instead <laughs> of college, he just shows up. I do, but like that's what you have to do in order to um, make sure that your relationships haven't tripped. You have to realize because like in a if now me if Jay bleh, 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 if me and Jacob didn't talk except for Sunday and Wednesday, it's not healthy. That's not yeah. healthy. That's a tripped relationship. Right. But me and Rachel do it, and it's fine. Um. I think that's did anybody have anything to add to that you're doing so well okay thank you thank you thank continue you. with your thing okay cool yeah. <laughs> so now that you are plugged into relationships because now we've realized that we have to have communication you have to figure out what that means for your relationship now you're actively communicating and making sure that you are properly working on a regular basis now you need to figure out what to do if it's not working so <laughs> If you go to plug into your relationship and you notice that the power isn't there, something's off. So, like, maybe it's a fluke. Like, I've had that time where you plug it, unplug it and you plug it back in because you're like, oh, just kidding. It's just, there's something yeah. weird. You know what yeah. I mean? I didn't plug it in right. I had it upside down. You know what I mean? Something. <laughs> <laughs> so, you. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Electrician question. Never mind. If you're an electrician, we have questions. <laughs> <laughs> if you try to plug an outlet upside down, you can't. Or can you? It depends, depends. Depends. it depends how old the if thing is. Yeah, it like, depends if it's yeah. two prong, three prong. Some of them like have a fat yeah, one side. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. No, old houses, right. though, before that, they were the same size. The yeah, hole was the same matter. size. It didn't matter. Right. You could lick it, plug it in, it was yeah. fine. I was trying to look at the outlet. I told you, I have electrocution stories. Are you going to show us a demonstration? These don't have GFCIs on them. No. I lost my spot. So you go to plug into a relationship and you notice the power isn't there. Da, 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 da. Oh, so you keep on plugging in and you think like, maybe I'm just like, it's just a fluke. I'll plug in later. Like you go to talk to them and something seems off and you're like, okay, well, maybe it's just a bad day for them. Maybe it's, you know, whatever. And so you walk away and then later on you try it again and it's still not, it's still not working. It's still a problem. You think, well, maybe I need to start inspecting the relationship. So you're like looking around, you're looking at the, the relationship, you're doing your thing. And you notice that little orange light, mm -hmm. the little orange light that says reset. Mm -hmm. And you're like, 
oh, there's a problem here. And so you try to you press the reset button. And so you think that's going to work. You know, if you press the reset button and it doesn't and, you're, and it just pops again. I actually have a story about that. Um, my dad, he likes to smoke food. Mm, and we like him smoking food. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so my dad was smoking pork, but probably for here, I would assume. <laughs> I like that's usually where we What other it. group of people eats that quantity of pork? True, very true. It was either here or work. Mm -hmm. And I have to imagine he's it was cheating on us. I know he is. <laughs> but so I was, you know, out there trying to help with this because he had to go to work and it was raining. And our outside plugs have the GFCI mm -hmm. on them. And I, you know, it was all plugged in. Everything was good. Everything was running. But it kept on tripping. I'm like, man. So I, for like like an hour or two, I was sitting outside pressing. I was because the rain wouldn't stop. <laughs> and so, but the food needed to be cooked. I, in my brain, I was like, I, this needs to be cooked. So I have to make sure that this stays on, that I'm giving power to this. And so I'm pressing it and pressing it and pressing it and pressing it. And one thing I've noticed about that is sometimes when you want to press the reset button, it's not the time. Mm -hmm. This is the reason why you have to have God first before your relationships. You need to ask God if there's a problem, if you come up against a problem and you know, your relationship's tripped, you need to ask him how to handle it and when to reset it. Mm -hmm. Just because you want to reset it doesn't mean that it gets reset. Yeah. And that's what I kept on doing. I kept on hitting that reset button and I'm like, this is going to fix it. Yeah. This is going to fix it. This is going I was forcing power into right. the smoker, even though it wasn't running on its own. So in that instance, like, as you keep hitting the reset button, I can imagine you're here away. You're just like, yeah, okay. I'm standing out. You do you want the full picture? I was in my dad's work coat and um, like muck boots. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, and yeah. I'm I'm standing out there and it's raining and I'm pressing the button. <laughs> so there you go. I noticed when you put on your dad's coat, your voice changed. Yes. But anyway, <laughs> yes, I have to. So as you're trying to reset the button, mm -hmm. but the other person basically isn't ready for the reset that's why mm -hmm. it's not working you're actually pushing them further away from you yes. than resetting mm -hmm. it and because you know we are such patient people that we want people to even forgive us yeah. on our terms yes you know well i think there's a i think for a lot of it like I, this hits home with me it's not a fun topic mm -hmm. big for just bringing it up and pushing my button you're welcome uh, but I think, like, especially as guys, or maybe it's just this guy, but, like, I very much want to fix things yes. that are not working correctly. But I think what, just like Kevin said, sometimes at the expense of just getting back to what it always was, we're willing to push through it when it's not ready to be pushed through. Yes. Mm -hmm. and, and we're so, we're more concerned with it being what it used to be than we are with fixing the actual problem. Yes. And that's not healthy. Like, right. even in your relationship with Christ, that's not yeah. healthy. In your relationship with your spouse or anybody, we should never be forcing things to be fixed without actually addressing the underlying problem. Yes. Um, and I think in relationships, we have a real tendency of just kind of desiring to get back to the norm or mm -hmm. going through the motions. Yep. And that's never a healthy thing. Yeah. I am very much a routine guy. Like, unhealthily, I'm a routine guy. You like a book. You like I, it to I be really, by a book. Yeah. I, 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 like, I like everything to be nice and neat and tidy. But sometimes that is, that, in all times, that's not a healthy thing for relationships. No. Mm -hmm. I think like, in a relationship, like, 
when you're when you're trying to get things back to the status quo normal, mm-hmm. maybe that relationship needs to evolve into yeah. something else, and that's the disconnect. You know yes. what I mean? Because the other person could have like been like, "I'm over here now, so yes. you need to come over here," and you're still trying to. I think I think the other thing is we talked about this yesterday in our men's meeting here at the church, but I think the other thing is recognizing that, especially in a in a uh, marriage relationship. There's a third person in this party. It's not just two, it's three, the Bible says. And so I think that what we have to realize is that it actually takes more faith to allow things to be broken, Mm -hmm. but fixed in his time Mm -hmm. than it does to actually just force the fix. Yep. Right. When you force the fix in a relationship, that doesn't take faith. That takes brunt force trauma. And it's a temporary Uh, fix. And so it takes more faith to allow God's timing to come about and work about it, you know, and and trust him when it's not good until it's time to push that reset together. Yep. And that's exactly. So with the the smoker, I was trying to press the button over and over and over again. And I even tried to make makeshift things so that the rain wouldn't hit it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was, I was really out there. She's out there building a little house. For I mean, listen, I had the extension cord inside of a wipe container. <laughs> like it was like a whole thing. But like, where were you at during this time, CJ? CJ was he wasn't living there. Oh, okay. This was actually not that long ago. <laughs> what do you think he's okay. her, her brother or something? <laughs> but like, but they I, were friends first. Right? <laughs> yeah, we were friends first before that. Are you guys new here? But like that was the thing is I was trying to make shift things. I was trying to band aid it up, yep. even though. It didn't matter if I stopped the water from hitting it. It already had water in it. Right. And so you have to give it time to dry before mm-hmm. it will not trip again. Mm-hmm. And so that's my problem was I was not giving it enough time. I was not allowing it to fully fix before I hit the reset mm-hmm. button. Now, um, in my own way, I was like, I'm doing a good thing. I am making sure this pork is cooking and it's going to be delicious mm-hmm. and it's going to be great. No. It wasn't actually because I kept on hitting the reset button. It um, kept on refiring, and when it would refire, it would start. It would overheat, and it would cause a grease fire. Oh, yeah. and so about thirty to forty percent of the pork was burnt by the end of it. So would you say your relationship with the pork butt was a hot mess? It was a hot mess. <laughs> that was good. That was good. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate that because Rachel had no response, and it made me nauseous. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So me, I thought I was doing something good. Yeah. I wanted to fix the relationship. I wanted to fix the smoker. Mm -hmm. But the way I was doing it was actually harming, Mm -hmm. not helping. Mm -hmm. And that help that happens in our lives. If you're trying to force something, it's not going to make you it's not gonna make the other person like, wow, they're really trying. Right. But don't we think that? Like every time don't we convince ourselves of that? Yeah. Yeah. Never happens. It's yeah. And it doesn't it it never works. And we do it every time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But if we were to pray. And ask God for what to do. Because you don't even have to be the one that's wrong in the situation. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't have to be the one that's wrong to want to hit the reset button. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the other person, even if they are... So say, like, me and CJ, we're on the outs now, apparently, because he's upset. (laughs) Not surprised. Look at him. And so... (laughs) (laughs) And so if we're on the outs, but it was his fault, I can be like, well, I just want to fix this problem really quickly. But what if our relationship is supposed to learn from this, not me just being like, okay, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to like do that. Do you know what I mean? Like, what if you're not supposed to just give in to the other person, the mm-hmm. other person's supposed to grow from it? 
we can talk about this in Sunday school a little bit this morning, but I, we have such a tendency to always choose the easy route. Yes. yes. Like the easy fix, the quick fix. Like we have spare tires. We have fix a flats. We have mm-hmm. back to your illustration with cars uh, from like a year ago. Uh, I haven't forgotten. Are we talking about no. the leg? <laughs> no. no. Uh, but, but in everything in life, like we always choose the easy fix mm-hmm. instead of the hard, long out, drawn out mm-hmm. um, fix. And yet biblically, mm-hmm. especially in our relationship with Christ, he always chooses the long, drawn out, painful, excruciating efforts yep. mm-hmm. to get us somewhere. Uh, it's through the you know fiery trials that our faith mm-hmm. is proven. You know, he uses the tribular, the, the trials of our faith to to prove us and get us into uh, the shape that he wants us to be in. Um, and so do we want band-aids or do we want authentic fixes? Well, I think when it takes longer to fix, that's when it remains it does it stays yeah. Yeah. yeah because you're, you're you're trying to force it and the other person they're like mm-hmm. just let me right you, you know what yep. i mean but i think like by going to god because yesterday i was thinking about the whole triangle mm-hmm. thing you're there okay so every relationship is a triangle mm-hmm. okay with god being the uh, top point of it so there may be a point where you're just higher up the triangle than the other person is you know like yeah. there there is no you know, like every, like I don't, like every time you hit the reset button, mm-hmm. there may be a time when you're hitting the reset button and the person is just totally gone. Mm-hmm. You, you, you yep. know what I mean? Like, yep. for whatever reasoning, mm-hmm. you, you know what I mean. Uh, not every relationship is meant for you to fix, yep. and then also God is not going to fix every relationship yep. that yes. you're in. Like sometimes yep. God's going to be like. They need to go. Yeah. Well, and I think it's really important to note too that in relationships, it does not matter in the grand scheme of things. It does not matter what they do to you. It matters how you react to it. Yes. Um, because when I get up to heaven, God's not going to be like, well, why did they treat you like that? I don't know. (laughs) He's going to be like, how did you handle it? Mm -hmm. Did you might ask you that though? I could see. I mean, why, did, why do you think they did that? But no matter the relationship, no matter if you've known them for your whole life, like Rachel, <laughs> Rachel or CJ, <laughs> okay, or for a short while, in order to have a healthy relationship, you need to make sure that you are tailing, tailoring, tailoring, <laughs> Don't tailing. tell people. Don't hijack your car. <laughs> Tailoring. Why can't I say that? Tailoring. 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 Yes. Am I adding too much R? Yeah. Yeah. Tailoring. Tailoring. Tailoring your relationships individually. And you need to make sure that when problems arise, and they will, Mm -hmm. um, that we need to go to God first to know what to do. And God is never going to steer you wrong and will always guide you to do the right thing in his perfect timing. But we need to open to be open to what he says, because I think the problem is, is that a lot of times we're like, God, how do you want me to handle this? I'm going to go handle this. Right. You have to take the time there, too. It's all about time. It's yeah. all about patience. Yeah. It's long suffering. It's, so fun. <laughs> it's funny you bring that word up, long suffering, long because suffering. I mentioned this last week. I don't know. So I'm going to say it again. Um, <laughs> so, like, to the outside world, long suffering is you're going to suffer for a long time. Yeah. Okay. Then when you become a Christian, you're like, oh, it's having patience with stuff. But then as you get deeper into it, oh, it's having patience when it's not even my fault. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You are suffering long. Yeah. It's all three. <laughs> yes. All together. But basically, you just need to make sure that you're focusing on God first before you focus on trying to fix 
the relationship. Does anybody have anything to add to that? It's not always healthy to put, push their buttons. Mm. Nope. That was not. my takeaway. That's mm. That is. That is. All right. So today's considerable quote is, God doesn't want us to have friendships to merely fill our time with. He wants us to have appointed and spiritually nourishing relationships. Who's that by, Jim? Somebody on Pinterest. <laughs> Again. Yeah. It was, I don't know who it's by. It didn't have a name next to it. And that's the only reason you chose it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, nope. Not doing that. Um, my feature content today is More Like Falling in Love by Jason Gray. It's an old one, too. Mm-hmm, it is an old one. Um, today's charge-up challenge is um, this week, I want you to sit down and think about all the relationships that you have. First, I want you to recognize the ones that you need to be more connected with, um, whether that means talking to them more, sending a text, whatever the case be. Then I want you to pray and ask God to show you and show you the water that may be tripping your relationships. Um, you may be putting water in the relationship and you might not even know it. Um, do we do the tri- my trivia first or the... T- so uh, we actually had a lot of help with last week's trivia, mm-hmm. which we appreciate, but only one person got it wrong, right. Oh. Everyone else got it wrong, but one person got it right, and that person was Chris Ferguson. And so way to go, Chris. Uh, appreciated your comment on Genesis 27, which he brought up the point that that's the first place love is found mm-hmm. in the Bible, is Genesis 27. Uh, but the answer was 442 mm-hmm. times the word love is found in the Bible. And so thanks, Chris, for answering mm-hmm. that. How many responses did we get? I, don't, I didn't count them. I don't know. So many. You, you just can't wrote. count there that, that many. I, I did <laughs> Not that many, but uh, more than Chris. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this week's trivia. So is... I want to know if your dad helped you with this. No, one. I actually knew what it was. Did you Google it. No, I actually knew what it was, but I had to really think of some for the others. Well, that's what uh, I, that okay. was what I, my question was. Yeah, the yeah. other ones, was, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, the other ones I had like. Gotcha. It was me and Jacob. We're like, <gasps> <laughs> all right. So what does GFCI stand for? Ground fault control interface. Ground fault circuit interrupter, ground fault or grand fault current initiator, ground fault circuit in, in blah, 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 interferer. It's a very nerdy question. Yes, it is. So, okay. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for joining us today. Make sure that you um, like and subscribe, I guess, to our podcasts. And you can comment. And like comment. You can comment. Share. Too. Share. Share. <laughs> Whatever the thing is that you guys are supposed to be doing. She's so old. I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm really not for this age. <laughs> but thank you guys for watching, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye, guys. No, we need to pause. Because Kevin didn't get the story. He didn't. Oh, now is no. the time. Story time with Josh. I don't even fucking know. Please don't record this. Oh, yes. I don't want this played play at my funeral. It needs to be its own <laughs> podcast, just the story. So, spotlight on Josh. So, I, I left Walmart. Well, <laughs> okay. So, it started before. I, was, I didn't even I just said Walmart. That's all I said. So, I was in Walmart. Best. I mean, I can't even remember. I was in Walmart. <laughs> no, I was in Walmart. This is like a couple years ago. Okay. And uh, this is COVID, wasn't it? Because that was the yeah, whole thing of yeah. the stigma. Like, you go yeah. into, like, I avoid, I right. avoided Sinesky, like, the plague because it was just awful. Yeah. Everyone's like, you're you're near me, and, like, it was awful. Mm-hmm. Well, so I was walking out of Sinesky Walmart, like, up front, and, like, there's a Seth checkout here, and I was coming past him. And I noticed that this guy, this, was he behind me? Yes. He was, so he I he was noticed this you. guy walks out of the self checkout and kind of follows me, and I'm like, Okay. 
whatever. So so I walked, you know, I'm pushing my groceries to my car and he keeps following me. And, <laughs> and I'm like, surely somebody's gonna turn up. No, he follows me. And to the point that we get to my car and I get my key out. And the key didn't work. The key didn't work. I'm pushing it to lock it. And like, I'm opening the door to sit down, and he's like trying to sit in my lap, like he's trying to sit in my car. And I'm like, sir. (laughs) You you got in the car though, right? Did I get in the car? Yeah, you sat in the car. I sat in the car. car. (laughs) And I'm thinking, this guy's a freak. Like, this guy's a weirdo following to my car, trying to get in my car. (laughs) I look beside me. This was his car. This was not my car. He had a black soul just like mine that, that was parked so right funny. next to mine. Or, so I don't even think it was next to mine. I think I just yeah. went to his. It was on the and outside so, of the This whole time, I'm probably freaking him out. <laughs> Why is this guy going to my car? I was the freak. <laughs>